The Midnight Snack Podcast would like to acknowledge the Darawal and Bidjigal people as the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on today. We would like to pay respects to elders both past and present and extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people across this nation listening today. What up everyone, this is Lolly with an I, not a Y, get it right. This is Ru, aka the Culture Black Kid. And you're listening to the Midnight Snack Podcast. Let's go. We are your hosts, we are your hosts, we are your hosts, we are your hosts, we are your hosts. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Australia's Tastiest Podcast and your one-stop shop for all things juicy in the culture. Here to bring you the latest, the greatest and add to your playlist. We are here, we are back, another episode and we have got some news stories for you today. But before we get to that, Lolly, I have done? a question for you before we oh, get into do. any of that. Yes. Did you miss me while I was away last week? Not really. Well, I'm not doing so great anymore. How are you, Ruth? I'm doing great. That's good. <laughs> That's great. That's so good. That's nah, great. I miss this. Okay. I miss this. And I am keen to get into this episode uh, right now and discuss some, you know, news, news stories with you. So... Yeah. Uh, firstly, and again, I don't want to harp on this too much. I feel like I bring him up every single episode, but <laughs> Kanye, Kanye West. Yeah, I know. No, he he hasn't he hasn't done anything. But Kanye fans start a GoFundMe to get him back to a billionaire. I don't want to spend too much time on this. What? Just quick, quick, quick thoughts. Oh. yeah, quick thoughts. Can we give me – can we, I start a GoFundMe because these music videos are costing me all my savings, man. Mm-hmm. And my studio Can we too. just talk about that? The mixes, the, the, the beats. The mixes, the mastering, the studio session, the trips to Brisbane, mm-hmm. <laughs> the everything. Like, a, I'm just going to say that – Kanye West does not need more money, okay? Send that to the Syrian refugee camps. Mm-hmm. Homeless Don't, people. Do- yeah, homelessness. Give it to Doja Cat. Don't give it to Kanye. Bloody hell. Mm, don't give it to Doja Cat. She, she give, has enough money too. Do- Doja's just going to go and get like transplants for her brows or something. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> um, yeah, Kanye West fans are delusional. That's, that's mm. all I'm going to say. Well, if um, they're still his fans after everything, they're delusional. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So... Cool. cool. Good for him. Yeah. Moving on. And again, if anyone uh, wants a pair of Yeezys size 10, I'm, I'm trying to sell them or give them away. Mm. I don't really care. I, I just don't want them in my closet anymore. All right. Let us get into some news stories, which include uh, Taylor Swift being the first artist to occupy every spot on the Billboard Top 100, Top 10. What? Wow. All that wow. right after this. We are back. Hello. Let's get into our news. Hello. Shall we? Mm, let's shout. We shall. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's <right>. shall. <laughs> let's shall. I know. That was awful. Let's shall. <laughs> let's shall. <laughs> okay. So Taylor Swift is the first artist to occupy every spot on the Billboard 100 Top 10. 
So Can we this- just note how she said artist, not female artist? She's the first artist. Yes. Wow. What yeah, a bloody note. woman. Yes. So uh, this is following the release of her latest album, Midnights, which was given an expanded edition with seven new tracks not long after the original release. Again, you know, people like to drop deluxe editions to, you know, help boost the streams. And that's also why, and we've discussed this in the past, you know, about how bloated some track lists are nowadays mm. because, you know, it's all it's all a numbers game uh, in, in 2022 and modern music, not just hip hop, mm-hmm. just music in general. Yeah. So just a couple of questions for you. Uh, in the grand calculus of the universe of music <laughs> over the past decade, how dominant has Taylor Swift been? Extremely. How so? Elaborate. She's like, she's done so much. She's like charted so many times, so many of her singles. She's like mm-hmm. ridden, ridden, road, ridden, so ridden. many, re- ridden, ridden's a word, good riddance, yeah. But that's different context, that's a different but still. Word. Different word. <laughs> um, she's like she's like hopped on trains. She's ridden the wave. She's done all of it um, and was successful with it, like mm-hmm. through the different idea of what pop is to finding her original sound again from starting out with her country brand. She's done it all and she's mm-hmm. succeeded to winning everything back when Scooter Braun screwed her over. <laughs> no pun intended. When what? What'd you say? Oh, well, it's Scooter Braun, but it sounded like Oh, screwed. Scooter Braun. Scooter oh. Braun. Scooter Braun. I had no idea what she said, but yes. <laughs> anyway, like she's 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 a boss and I'm really like, oh yeah, go Taylor. Yeah, look, I I am the furthest from a, a Taylor Swift fan. Not saying that I hate her, mm. but you know, I, I do not follow up, follow mm, with yeah. follow her music at all. I don't um, love her. I only listened to her last album before this one and quite liked it because I'm tapping more into the folk music as a consumer lately. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Mm. Yeah, no, my only, you know, real knowledge of Taylor Swift music is from high school when we went to parties and it was around the time when her Red album had released. So, you know, Bad Blood yeah. and uh, I forgot. I already forgot all the, the names of the songs, but the big ones yeah, um, were out and, you know, it was. It felt as dominant then, and you know, as time has gone, and I've you know delved more into hip hop, it's felt like, you know, I've gone so far away from the pop scene and mm. you know all those other genres. So I'm only focusing on what's happening in the hip hop and the R and B world. And mm. I'm like, is Taylor Swift really that? Because you know, hip hop is the biggest genre in the world. But you know, these mm. statistics obviously show that she is doing extremely successful still. And mm. yeah, it's it's. It actually kind of does shock me because, yeah, yeah, because you know, I I think that you know, any of these new hip hop releases now, uh, Drake and 21 just dropped their album today, mm. which mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. forgot to mention on the last episode on Tuesday. If you haven't checked that out, make sure you go check that out. We give a, a tribute to Takeoff, rest, uh, rest in peace. And you know, I, I, I wanted to. I think it will be dope if we review that project next week. So it'll be interesting mm. if, you know, their album then comes through and knocks a couple of those Taylor Swift songs off yeah. because it's Drake and he's the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. Mixed with 21 Savage and people love 21 Savage has a solid cult following. But again, yeah. it's it's kind of a little a little shocking to me personally mm. as someone who doesn't follow Taylor Swift's career that, you know, that she has, she's, she's able to uh, get this feat. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man, yeah. I just love seeing a woman doing this stuff. Yeah, of course, of course, we we all we all love uh, 
seeing seeing women being in these positions just as much and you know if even more you know yeah, I, in a male dominated industry 100% 100% uh just uh, just quickly before we move on, uh, how do you feel about her, you know, different power moves over the past few years, whether you've, you've caught, up, uh, caught, with her, uh, caught up with them or mm. not? And, mm. you know, whether you think she's uh, a good role model for how musicians should go about their music. Again, I haven't followed too closely to her, you know, her music career, so I'm mm. not sure how she's really conducted her releases. But I don't know, maybe you might know. A, yeah. little bit, a little bit more than me? What do you think? I'd say she's definitely, like, a product of a label for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, know, like, I know she's an, she's been a label artist for so long. Mm-hmm. And she's a good role model for an artist who wants to be at the top and mm-hmm. wants to be working closely with a label to stay at the top because mm-hmm. that's what she's done. She's played it smart. Depends on what your uh, definition of a good artist is, of course, and mm-hmm. you have to look at the different moves that an artist has done if you're going to base your moves off that. But she's say, gotten this title, so, uh-huh. yeah. Did I say good it's, artist? I, I said good model. No. no, you said role model, good role yeah, model, good but role, I'm, yeah. I'm saying I'm speaking to the artists out okay. there Okay. Um, to clarify. Yeah, like if you if you think she, she wants, if you want, if you – Want to look at Taylor Swift as your role model? It's because you admire where she's come and who she's become over the years. Mm-hmm. And if you think that her moves were good, and that's why she got where she is, hell yeah! Look at what she's done and why she's done it because she just did a first. So yeah, she just made history, guys. So yeah, it says a lot. Like she made she made the right moves to get to this point. So if you want to get to this point in future then definitely look at what she's done. I think I think she's done a great job. Whether yeah. you like it's product of a label and label decisions or not, she was still the brand. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah. I, I, again, I'm not sure about the the specifics of you know her her music career, but clearly she's hustled like hustled 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 to get to this this place. So, mm. you know, props to her. Props to her. Hell Whether yeah. or not this this might stay again, you know, Drake and 21 just dropped. But we'll see. And, you know, at least getting the feet is a huge accomplishment in itself. So, oh, yeah. You know, shout out to Taylor Swift. Never thought I'd really say that, but <laughs> shout out to Taylor Swift. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, this next story, we've got a couple more. So, the Melbourne Cup. Mm. Fans have asked, is it really fans? The, the, the article was said fans. But I actually mm. don't think it's really fans. People have asked uh, to boycott Australian artists over Melbourne Cup Carnival appearances. So um, the Coalition for the Protection of Racehorses po- uh, posted a boycott list to social media yesterday, which included artists such as Baker Boy, Shepherd, but Tokyo, Sneaky Sound System, and Wafia, and a number of others, five or eight, eight more artists. So... Coalition's Facebook post read, if these are artists you follow, maybe consider politely expressing your disappointment in them endorsing animal abuse. A a band manager, Louise, I'm going to butcher your last name, so I'm not even going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the band managers, Louise, who responded to the Coalition's post, asked fans to express their views to these artists by any means, but please don't boycott musicians. 
yeah. saying there's a false assumption that some of the bigger names in Australian music that should be choosing not to play at the Melbourne Cup or that they don't need the money. She said to Tone Deaf, which is where I got uh, the article. Uh, Trust me, everyone is struggling. Each artist has people they look after, whether their own family and or their staff and teams and their families. The boycott comes uh, just weeks after Delta Goodrum was slammed by fans for celebrating her continued partnership for a Victoria Racing Club ahead of this year's Melbourne Cup, which people labeled as cruel and disappointing. So firstly, um, and I want you to try and be as definitive as you can. Where do you stand with the Melbourne Cup, just in general? I'm against it. You're against it? Why? I just like like dog shows and stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, what makes us superior to them? It's not fair for us to to put horses through the conditions they're in because of our simple entertainment. Mm-hmm. The definitive side of me says I'm against it. Just for, you know, basic, you know. Animal rights. Rights, yeah. But Mm. it also is indifferent because I'm not that much a follower of the the Melbourne Cup or, you know, sports, sporting events. That's, you know, I I like my, I like, I like different other sporting events, but, you know, I, I totally understand the, 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 this coalition's, please towards towards fans of these artists and you know i respect their cause but at the same time as someone in the music industry i also hear what louise oh i respect what louise is saying what's what's saying you respect what she's saying like i'm a hypocrite because like all right melbourne cup i'm so against melbourne cup and like and what they stand for Mm -hmm. as a sport but if I was offered fifty thousand to perform, and I really needed that money, I'd oh. consider it. Yeah, I'm not saying that I'd do it. I'd consider it. If I was offered two hundred thousand, these artists are getting definitely getting more than fifty thousand dollars. Oh, definitely, definitely. But in the position I'm in in my life at twenty three, if I was offered even fifty thousand, I'd consider it. I think I would. That's my point. I, I think I I think I'd be more than consider. I think mm. I think I would perform because you know fifty thousand would do mm. do good for me, and then you know yeah I can take some of that money and still donate it. Yeah, and and you know there's only you know performing is one thing of of course, and you know it can be seen as promotion and stuff like that, but there are worse things that you could be doing in the span of animal cruelty than getting on stage and performing for art, uh, performing for a few fans. Or so people, it's, people that are there. For me, it's kind of like this is their job at the end of the day. This is the mm-hmm. artist's job. Yeah. It reminds me of the uh, the the Green Mile. Mm-hmm. Um, the I movie, the that. Green Mile. But Amazing I know of movie. it. The cop in the in the movie goes, "I was just doing my job." Mm-hmm. It was something you know immoral or unethical. Yeah. That was done, and he goes, "I was just doing my job, performing and making money." Through your music is an artist's job. Mm-hmm. So I don't they may have to, comp- to cops, but, but no, I get no, what no, you're no, no, definitely not. Definitely not. But it's just an example. <laughs> Please don't attack sure. me, guys. Don't attack me. I agree because 
you know, you can't blame we, the artist, man. We we have at the end of the day, you kind of have to look after number one, and that's yourself. Mm. And you know, if fifty thousand is going to help me, you know, pay for bills and keep me alive. Bro, I know they're not going to cancel it. They're not going to cancel the whole Melbourne Cup if I don't if I don't perform. Yeah. We'd all have to collectively like take a stand and not and do a full strike. Yeah. For it to be to to make some sort of difference. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. Do you agree that these artists should be boycotted? No. Feel free to express your concern to them <clears throat> and tell them what they're doing is you think what they're doing is wrong. Tell them. Because maybe you'd open their eyes and maybe next time Baker Boy won't perform at something like this mm-hmm. because he realises that it doesn't line with his moral compass. Yeah. Don't boycott them based on this decision. If you're going to go boycott someone, go boycott Kanye. Yeah. Like, There's people who are doing a lot worse things in this world. Yeah. Um, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and if, if, yeah. If, if you're, you know, a part of these things and you're mad at like a actually no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that um no Mm-mm, i knew where you were going with that I'm like, no i was gonna say i was gonna say about you know drake and jack harlow because they did their their churchill downs song oh. and and i was gonna be like you know if you're part of this coalition and you listen to you know you you're you're critiquing these american art uh, australian artists but then you you know you'll go home and then listen to an american artist like drake like he's doing this like you can oh. critique him and boycott him because he's but even different to that, but similar, no. like they want to sit there saying no Melbourne Cup, no Melbourne Cup, but at the same time they're worshipping um, what's her name and Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, uh, Megan Fox. Megan yeah. Fox and Machine Gun Kelly when they just did like a very insulting uh, Halloween costume. Yeah. That was an insult to. I don't care about them. The Christian community. Yeah, he was a priest and she was on her knees with the cross, like with her tongue oh. out. Sorry, he wasn't. He was like, yeah, it was mockery. It was it was Christ, mock, mockery to Christianity. He was also Catholic, but I get you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't know the correct that's terms. Right. No, Catholic is just specific. Yeah. Um, that's all right. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that, you know, people should have a conversation. Maybe the teams, maybe the artists should, you know, maybe think twice. But I think boycotting is a bit too too dramatic I, th- I think you know again yeah. it's cancel culture if these artists need to live you know it's it should take something really really strong to to want to be able to turn down a gig and you know for mm. some of these people this might just just might not be that deep mm. yeah. yeah like like i totally respect what the what this coalition against you know animal abuse and whatnot is doing because you know yeah we're not condoning it no but at the same time, we've had a lot of discussions on this podcast about, you know, musicians aren't getting money and we're not getting paid and, you know, we're not getting opportunities gigs and opportunities. And opportunities. And so now we yeah. have some sort of opportunity and now you don't want us to. Yeah, exactly. Like, are you going to fund the our, our, our pocket? Uh, like, yeah. Our, our, yeah, our yeah. Livelihoods? Are you going to put that 50 grand into their pockets? Yeah. So. Elsewhere? Or provide them Find another them venue? Find them another gig to pay that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Now, uh, is there a time in your life where you regret not acting ethically? Maybe in, it, I assume in music. <laughs> I, yeah. I have one, but it's not so much. I, I almost uh, acted 
what I thought was unethically, but then I switched and then I I, I corrected myself really quickly, which was yeah, well, earlier this year when I got in, I got asked to do a a gig on Australia Day, and mm. like just to give a little context, when I was in my old cover band, there was one situation where we got a gig really last minute, like super last minute, and our one of our band members Steg, shout to Steg was like, yo, we should take the gig. But the rest of the band was like, including myself, was like, ah, you know, it's so late. I think we should probably, you know, we should take it off. And then we took it off. And then our agent guy was kind of upset because because mm. we took it off. Because, you know, then the club had to, you know, find someone else. And, you know, it makes us look bad. And now it might look make yeah. other clubs not want to rely on us and da 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 da. So, you know, that's a whole, that's a whole other thing. But basically from then on, anytime I've received a gig opportunity, I've gone like I need to try I need to try and make it work as much as possible because a gig is a gig and it will make you look bad yeah. if you don't take the gig. So, yeah. I came into that and I said yes immediately. And then mm. after that, I went on social media and, you know, Saw a whole bunch of posts from from different artists about, you know, change the date and, you know, it's, it's disrespectful. And, you know, if you're an artist and you've chosen, you've p- chosen a gig on this day, like you should be ashamed. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do this. It's mad disrespectful. And, you know, in the moment I was just like, like, I was so sucked into the, the, ooh, gig that I like, I, I had to check myself real quick and be like, ooh, wait, nope. They're right. They're 100% right. I shouldn't take this gig. Yeah. And, you know, even before, like, it's not like that was my turning point with, you know, anti-Australia Day. I've been anti-Australia Day for, for years. Yeah. But again, yeah, again, I was just so wrapped up in the, uh, I, I need to take a gig because I don't get, I don't get gigs that often. I'm just, I'm just being honest. And yeah. or at least currently. So I, I, I mm. messaged the person back. I said, sorry. Like, I know I said I accept the gig, but I think I might have to pass because of, you know, it, 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 the optics. It's it's kind of disrespectful to take a gig. This is, I, I don't want to celebrate Australia Day. I don't celebrate Australia Day. And I think this is, you know, mm. this could be seen as that. And they were like, okay, mm. cool. And, you know, it was a little, a little, a little radio silent for a little bit. But, you know, they hit me up not a couple months ago. And now I'm performing at a Christmas party. Uh, the same person. Dope. So, you know, it's not like it didn't end up. Poorly, I didn't. I didn't lose this contact with this person, so yeah, it it still yeah. it still ended up fine in the way. But in the end, at the end of the day, but yeah, that's one where I yeah. almost unethically uh, did something. Yeah, but then I, I quickly course corrected. But what about you? I now, think now that I've given the you only thing, it's not even like uh, I can't say unethically, but for me, it's like morally mm-hmm. whether I could like compromise it compromise my morals to do something even if it's like wearing a bikini in a music video when I'm not comfortable doing that because my morals don't align with that Mm -hmm. I've considered this is just an example this hasn't happened but I've considered doing things that would compromise my morals Mm -hmm. or my morality Mm -hmm. or be in certain rooms that I know will compromise my morality Mm -hmm. but every time my gut tells me not to do it or something goes wrong and I can't do it and I've learned from that. And that was early on. That was when I was like 18, 19, fresh in the game. Mm. People were testing me. And I'm like, no, I make the rules. Whatever I'm comfortable with, I'll do. Whatever I'm not comfortable with, I won't do. Right. It's that simple. So when something like when I'm compromising like my ethics, 
what's ethically okay mm-hmm. and what's not for me. Yeah. Like I'm very solid in my in my views. Yeah. And I can't stray from that just because as a woman in this industry who has a certain moral compass, like I haven't been able to do that. Right. Which is good. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that's about it. That makes sense. Well, we'll uh, see what else happens with this, but best believe that, you know, if Baker Boy drops something, we're probably going to review it. Yep. And if you don't like it, so I was moving on. All right. Anyway, that's going to do us for this episode. Lolly, do you have anything to leave this week off with? I'm going to leave that with I'm never being nice to you ever again. Nice me is gone. Alter ego back on. Moving on. What do you want to leave the people with? None. Check out good music. And stay tuned for this uh, Drake 21 Savage uh, review next episode. Hell yeah. All right. Cool, cool. That is going to do us. I am Rue, aka The Culture Black Kid. And I'm Lolly with an I, not a Y. Get it right. And we'll catch you next time on the Midnight Snack Podcast, Australia's Tasty Podcast, and your one stop shop for all things juicy in the culture. We are out. Peace. Peace. I'm going to go get some chicken from Butter. <laughs>